I wasn't supposed to start over again. I don't know <laughs> what happened, but that's our new Halloween theme. I was gonna say, I, I was ready. To, I even had the line like, "Wow, has it been a whole year already since this?" And you drop a whole new theme on me I twice. Know. Yeah, you got the Christmas theme last year, and um, Halloween theme this year. New Halloween theme for the Rad Years podcast. Was that like a spooky Inspector Gadget? It was called Little Ghosties. Hmm. I like it. Uh, um, yeah, we're in Halloween season already, Squeeze. We are. We we have time for Halloween. It's a long October. And we are planning on five. Oh, boy. That beer's coming up on me. Five <laughs> Halloween shows this, this season. This being the first of five. Really, how does that work out? Uh, Calendars and shit. Fucking sort, Romans. It's some sort of math. Yeah, they're speaking of. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Welcome home. Thank you. Well, you welcomed me home last week. Oh, wait, no. I was live from Europe last week. That's right. Yeah, you were live from Europe last week. I was sound asleep while you were live from Europe. I don't know if anyone picked up on that. Yeah, you were I, asleep. I, I you apologize. It's been it. eating at me. I've been waiting for the show to make up for my performance. No, it was still a good show. Yeah, because you carried me through it, literally. Um, no, I don't know um, oh, why you think you did. You you had one point. Where, and I cut it out. You you fell right asleep, and you said I, something I about did, burning the candle. I woke up candle. something about burning the candle. Yeah. And I immediately am like, wait, did I just wake up? Yeah, it was very strange. Like I, It was cool, though, because I was having dreams of whatever you were talking about. Ah. I was, yeah, I was dead to the world. It was... Oh, yeah. I just realized what I did with that other SD card I was looking for. I put it with my little gimbal camera downstairs because you were going to come to the house and get it. Oh, yeah. What was I supposed to do that for? I don't know what the hell you... Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Some, some project, but... Um, that uh, what we, Us talking about this, just to jog my memory that, as to where that SD card... So but I, I have, have this... one in the recorder, and it's recording now. Yes, I had another spare 128-gig SD card. And we'll use all 128 gigs of it. Well, in the past, we've been filling up 32-gig cards. So I figured 128-gig cards are super cheap now. Yeah. So. Um, well, when the sun rises and we're still doing the show. Yeah. Well, so there you go. Uh, but yeah, I was uh, in Rome. Um, then... Mm. Uh, as they pronounce it down there, Napoli, which would be Naples to us laymen. Ah. Uh, or Roma to the Italian. But then Napoli. And uh, we went to see Enchantress's house and Barbieville. I talked about the show that she had the balcony that was enclosed. And she had her mm -hmm. Barbie dream house and all her Barbie stuff out there. And that was Barbieville. We, I saw it in person. Oh, lovely. We had this scared cab driver take us to this weird uh, military base housing. <laughs> He wasn't really sure. He's like, oh, okay. And we go there, and he's like, are you military? We're like, yeah, sure. 
<laughs> um, and then we took some pictures, and then he drove us back to the ferry so we can go to uh, Capri. Spelled like Capri, as in Capri Sun. Yeah. Oh, so were you disappointed? Yeah, there's, they didn't sell, sell Capri Suns there. Oh, it's pronounced Capri? It's Capri. Capri? I still say Capri. Yeah. Well, I mean, here I guess Capri's fine, but there it's it's Capri. Uh, and then Ana Capri is uh, the, the higher point, the elevated point, which ah. I, I took the chairlift up and see the whole viewpoint of uh, of it. And then we went back to Napoli and took a flight to Venice. I forget what the hell they call Venice. Um, it's a town basically built on 118 different islands. So people drive boats like you would drive a car around that town. It's insane. When you say Napoli, when you say it like that, you sound like Clemenza when he was younger in Godfather 2. Thank you. Yeah. It's the best compliment you've ever given me. Oh, thank you. Let's go steal a carpet. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, from Venice, I don't know how they say it, we flew to Berlin. <laughs> you just pronounce everything the same way. <laughs> yeah. We flew. We flew to Berlin. Um, so she ran the Berlin Marathon, and they have. Do you know, do you know what a bird scooter is or a lime scooter? Uh, is it a drink? No. So there. Uh. When you go, have, have you been to DC and seen those scooters just sitting everywhere? Yeah. The electronic scooters, so mm-hmm. they're bird scooters, or there's like 10 different brands. So you get the app, and you scan the QR code on it, and it opens up the, the scooter, and you could just fly around in these things at about, uh, well, I don't know what the kilometer to mile ratio is, but like 20 kilometers per hour is what, 21 kilometers per hour is what they topped off at. That's probably what? Uh, what's a, kilo- kilo- a kilometer? is like, what, three quarter like... Two thirds or three quarters of a mile, somewhere in there, I think, right? Yeah, hold on. 21 kilometers to miles. 13. So you're going about 13 miles an hour. Wait, there's 13 kilometers in a mile? No, there's 13 miles and 21 kilometers. Wait, oh, hang on. This just hurt my head. Like, I'm, I, my eye actually just twitched. If you were going 21 kilometers an hour, that means uh-huh. you're going 13 miles per hour. Okay. How many knots is that? Now you just made my brain stop. What's a knot? Like a knot in a rope? No, like uh, boat speed or oh, helicopters. And I'm not prepared shit. to answer that kind of question. Oh, okay. Well, I think like one knot's like 100 miles an hour or something like that. Well. Or I, all I know is boats go at like, like fifteen. I don't. I don't know. All I know is uh, not a lot of knots is really fast. We took a hydrofoil to Capri, and those things are fucking fast. I'm pretty sure I had a Cobra hydrocoil back in the day. Hydrofoil. Hydrofoil. Yes. It lifts up above the water. Mm-hmm. And just yeah, flies. I definitely had a, a hydro. Hydro foil yes. is definitely something a Cobra villain would have. I, I could see yes. that being a possibility. Anyway, then we went to Berlin and uh, we got to see the wall, um, the, the remnants of said Berlin wall, and uh, some remnants of the Soviet East Berlin. But uh, pretty much it's all integrated now. 
to normal society, not USSR, after, of course, the collapse of the USSR and the fall of the Berlin Wall. Uh, Look, you learn all kinds of history in the rad years. Yeah, yeah I had this boat. Is, I remember is, this is guy. Is Cobra Hydrofoil? Yeah, I remember this guy. It was like the first toy I actually like put together and stickered on my own. Oh, it's pretty Cobra sweet. Hydrofoil. I remember I got this for my birthday. Was it the Cobra Marine? Moray. Is it was it the black thing? Oh no no it's the red. No it's it's, it's black bottom red top. Yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly see how it like lifts up like that on stands. Mm-hmm. That's how our boat one. So it, uh, I I I think it was actually supposed to be just a boat, but it kept tipping over, so they just kind of put that on the bottom, and then called it a hydrofoil. Uh, I never heard of a hydrofoil ever till. Um, Enchantress was like, we're taking the hydrofoil to Capri. I'm like, excuse me, say what? <laughs> I like how it's so casual. Like, we're taking the hydrofoil today. Right. Yeah. What the hell's a hydrofoil? And then she had to, like, show me the science behind it and how, because I was like, how does it just not sink back in? How does it stand? And just... uh, I would have been riding up on, like, up front, like, going, like, Cobra. Cobra! If, if I only would have known, I could have done that. Cobra leader. Cobra leader, come in. Cobra leader. I don't know. I would have preferred to do some sort of cobra. We were, we went in the back and I don't know. It was pretty cool. Taking that. Hmm. We we were in the shadow of. Is Mount. it was it any was it like taking the ferry across to Delaware? No. Oh. I've done that. Yeah. Too. It's I, exhilarating, isn't it? Yeah, you catch those wonderful Delaware River catfish. <laughs> Um. No, what the hell did we? So, we were in uh, the shadow of Mount Vesuvius the whole time. I of course ah, had to look yes. up the last time Mount Vesuvius erupted, nineteen forty four. I'm like, it's been a while. And she's like, you had to look that up and say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was at that exhibit when they was at the uh, Franklin Institute. The Pompeii exhibit. Yeah, Pompeii exhibit. We didn't get yeah, it was pretty cool. to Pompeii, but I I saw a lot of Mount Vesuvius. It is threatening looking. Yeah. Ooh. yeah there's always like a cloud of ha- a Ima- Imagine like you don't know what the hell is going on though. Like the gods are mad. Right. At least if you notice something, you're like, oh shit, this thing's going to blow. Let's get the hell out of here. There, if that back then it was like, oh shit, what's going on? Hey, let's cut a goat's throat and hope it goes away. Yeah. That only works to get weather clear from certain minor league. Oh parts. yes, yeah, that always works. Mm. So yeah, it was a uh, <laughs> a great trip. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Oh um, well, I'm glad you're back. Um, you know, I'm happy to be home. It was a long day of traveling because uh, of wind in Berlin. Our flight uh, got diverted. We had to fly down to Munich and then to wonderful Montreal. You know how much I love Canadians. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, are you being like sarcastic there? No, I'm 100 percent. Oh yeah, no, no. Canada is the greatest. Montreal was a lovely airport. They had a guy waiting for us to make sure we got through customs and everything, so we didn't miss our flight. And when there was plenty of time, it was, just, it was a fantastic. Uh, the Montreal nice. airport was really wonderful, uh, and they got us to our Philadelphia location. 
on time and uh, about midnight. So we were up. You should have just taken a hydrofoil. Uh, if we would have had a hydrofoil, we could have taken it. So we got home around midnight Eastern time. And we mm-hmm. were, we are up um, uh, at about 6.30 Central European Standard Time. So that's about... 12 30 eastern time so we're we got home almost 24 hours after we left so are you younger now than you were before yeah i traveled in time sweet yeah but it took us about 24 hours to get home but we are able to because of the time change get those hours back to sleep so last night though the jet lag caught up with me and i haven't I guess I'm just getting older because I'm like, oh, I never get jet lag. So I got home from work last night. We started decorating outside. And then like we sat on the couch and we were watching Freeform. Uh, 31 Nights of Halloween. Mm-hmm. They had a treehouse of horror. Marathon. 31 Nights of Hocus Pocus. And uh, amongst other things. But uh, <laughs> they had a, a, a treehouse of horror marathon on. And we were watching it. And I fell asleep on Enchantress. Uh, I was so tired. Like, I, uh-huh. I, I couldn't tell you I haven't been that tired in a long time. And then we went upstairs, and I fell asleep, and I slept straight through to, like, 8 a.m. this morning. That was almost 11 hours of sleep. I haven't... Damn. Yeah, it, it, it all caught up with me. So it's called being jet lag squeezer, is what they say. Ah, uh, yes. But I'm here. I'm alive. Uh, and I got some good news. Oh, I like good news. So, you know how many times we've talked on this show about Twix cookies and cream? Yes. Well, apparently Mars is bringing it back. Uh, they brought back the original the original two flavors were peanut butter and caramel. Caramel lasted, mm-hmm. then peanut butter was brought back, and then they had the other flavors of uh, triple fudge and um cookies and cream they brought back the triple fudge but cookies and cream was never brought back they are bringing back cookies and cream twix so that's exciting like like full time or for like the halloween season uh i not for the either <laughs> i don't know oh well, yeah it's just it's it, so there was, there was get a candy. one while it's out and i follow a lot of like junk food um uh influencers and reporters and mm-hmm. there's some sort of candy junk food trade show and they announced it there so maybe that's my problem because I actually follow and listen to people that are, you know, you know, health advocates, and it's not doing me any good. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to eat this food necessarily. I just want to know about it. Yeah, well, I don't want to eat salad necessarily. So here we are. So I guess that makes sense. Uh, also, our friend uh, Dork Knights on Instagram. Um, he tipped me off. You know how long I've been saying I, I I've never tried the McRib. But I love the yes. idea of it, and I've been waiting for it to come back. And every year, I just keep waiting and waiting and waiting. Now, no. it's officially coming back. I will be getting the McRib, people. I'll be trying to make rib, and I'm excited. I'm gonna recreate my favorite McDonald's promotion ever. The um, what the fuck? I don't even know what it's called. I the Flintstones. The Flintstones uh... one. From the Flintstones movie. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look it up. Uh, Flintstones McDonald's. Bronto. No. 
Um. Uh, there's some mugs. Ah, here it is. McDonald's is turning back time a few million years. So starting bright. Nope, that's not it. That's the Rock Knowledge. There it is. Let's try this. McDonald's takes you back to bedrock. Fellow Lodge members, introducing one that is truly unique, one of extraordinary appeal, the Grand Poobah. The Grand Poobah meal. Ah, yes. McDonald's, a juicy McRib sandwich, smothered in tangy sauce with super size. Cool. Last one all. Grand Poobah meals for everyone. It kind of skips, but it's got a super size frying drink. I don't need that, but maybe. I no, can... you have to recreate it. I do. I want to watch you eat it. Oh, you know I'm not going to finish. I know. No, you have to. We'll film it. Grand we'll do the whole thing from you ordering it to you eating it to us taking you to the hospital <laughs> to you having like pumping your stomach and having emergency surgery um, to however you leach sodium out of the body. Um yeah, I don't. I don't think you're, and I don't mean this. I, I guess this is actually a compliment. I don't think you're capable of consuming that amount of, like, physically McDonald's capable of consuming that amount of food. I don't think Follow so. Lodge members, introducing one that is skip. truly unique, one of extraordinary appeal, the Grand Poobah meal at McDonald's. A juicy McRib sandwich with tangy barbecue sauce, medium fries, and a medium soft drink in one of six Flintstone plastic collector cups. Great Poobah meals for everyone! Oh, you know what the Wait, difference say is? Say medium fry? You know what the difference is? What's that? This is the Canadian version. Are you shitting me? Nope. Don't they need more calories because they're cold all the time? No, that's the Canadian one. Jeez. Wow. A medium fry. That's... So like an extra 500 calorie difference. It's lame. I mean, come on. Come on. McDonald's takes you back to bedrock. Fellow Lodge members, introducing one of extraordinary appeal. The Grand Puma Super-Sized Meal. There it is. There it is. Yeah, what's so grand about a medium-sized fry? You know what? It's weird, too, because they show the McRib sandwich in the Canadian one, but it doesn't have the sauce on it. They just, like... They just like drizzle a small strip on. Hmm. And the American one, that shit's dipped. A juicy McRib sandwich with supersized fries and a large Coke. Last one of Rock Donald's is a fossil! You're such Neanderthal. What you want is what you get at Rock Donald's today. Is there a date on this? 1994. No, no, I meant uh, for the re release of said Grand Puba meal. October 7th. Oh, that's well. That's just a sandwich. I gotta somehow get a hold of a a, a supersized fry container, so I can. Do they not? Do they not sell those anymore? Oh, I'm sure I can get one on eBay. Yeah. No, no. I mean, they don't actually sell like get like supersized fries no, anymore because of that guy um, who did supersize me. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, McDonald's got rid of the supersized meal. All right. Yeah, we can do that. We can. You can probably even get like a. I could probably get the same one. Yeah, from the Grand Poopa meal. Yeah. Was, was there like a, a a Flintstones Happy Meal that we could get with it too? And get the Happy Meal box. Yeah, I had those. They were like the little houses. Yeah. All right. So it's three. What Friday? So it's fifth, sixth, Monday. Moons. Monday, right? It's three day. I'm doing the math. So it's it's Friday the fourth. Saturday the fifth. Sunday the sixth. Monday the seventh. We have a lunch mission, buddy. 
Um, we do. Hold on. That's going to be fun trying to explain Mrs. Squeezer why I'm not taking my meal that she made for me the night before. Like, sorry, honey. The McRib is back. So on eBay, um, you know, I love you and your heart's going to stop, right? And I don't want that to happen. Yes, honey, I know, but I have to do it for a podcast. Well, okay, then. Just that's how it's going to go down. All right. Uh, okay, I found some supersized fry. French fry containers. So, so how how many medium fries do we have to order? There's a there's integers involved there, right? Yeah, I know. I, I, I don't I don't know here. Um, it looks like. I don't even know these are super size. I don't know if you can get super sized. Hmm. Uh, that's that's a weird thing. Like I I need a super sized fry to make the grand poobah meal. Alright, I'll have to do some deep. If dive. not, let's at least we'll we'll get I'll the volume. It. Yeah of it and we know people we could have someone fabricate a, a or at least well at least consume that volume of fries well i'm not consuming volume i'm ordering no no we, we you need to it's part of yeah, it's, a grand it, it's for the podcast yeah i'm probably going to barf after a few bites of this sandwich anyway and and can i get like um like a soda water <laughs> No, no, you have to. It's straight Coke and only Coke, Coke and um, heavy in the syrup, please. <laughs> then that carbonation, sh it should look as flat as possible coming out. Just syrup. Oh, boy. That's no, I'm going to. I'm, and then I'm, that Coke Zero shit. No, no. Red label. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I can't. All right, fine. No, Sprite. <laughs> you can go Sprite. I'm gonna have to just the the most amount of sugar humanly possible. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to squeeze her. I'm gonna have to do diet just because I can't. And no regular sprite and just to match the proper because it's probably lower than it used to be. So you're gonna have to ask for some sugar packets to dump in and try to get it to that 1990. What was it 1992? 94. 94. You have to get it to that 1994 level. Yeah. So a couple sugar packets in your regular sprite. Um. Since since I just gave so many props. For, like, Canada, uh, can I just do the Canadian meal and get the medium fry? And... <laughs> can you just order it that way? Hi, can I get a number four Canadian, please? Yes. Oh, hey, you want it with a medium? <laughs> Watching your weight, eh? Can just go? Can I have a reasonable amount of food, please? Ah, oh, you hoser. Even a medium. So let's be honest. A medium's not even reasonable. Nah, that's a good point. Yeah, you gotta go. You got a naughty McDonald's if you want a reason. Well, yeah, all right. You got to get the uh, the value size. Yeah, I guess. I guess. It's a dollar. But then you got to get like five of them. So you're better off just going with the large. Speaking from experience. Speaking from experience. All right. So um, we're going to start. 
and uh, we're talking Halloween commercials, our favorite Hall. This is a Halloween show. I don't know what the hell we're. Yeah, we kind of went off the rails here, but uh, I, I honestly, I think as far as uh, early on ramblings, it was as rad years as it could possibly get. We we're talking about GI Joe and fucking Flintstones and McDonald's, so. Oh yeah, and volcanoes. We definitely gave them what they. I I, I would assume they're coming back for. But uh, what I'm ba- what I'm saying is we're not we're not being very Halloween squeezer. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes. Well, if we if we eat those meals, we'll become ghosts. That's also true. Yeah. Um, also, if, if listening to this, what what is today's theme? Halloween commercials, volume. If two. you if you feel like we missed one, it's because we had a previous episode, as hey. previously previously seen on the Rad Years. You can go back into the archives and find our first Halloween. We've, we've done a handful of Halloween episodes, and we've done one on Halloween commercials. This is our second one, and Squeeze, I'm going to let you lead it off. Are you ready for your first pick? Oh, oh I am. This is actually it's funny that I didn't make it the first show. This is like my favorite Halloween candy commercial, like, ever, period. There it is. How a cow eats a Reese's peanut butter cup. I like to eat the peanut butter first. <laughs> There's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. That's true. Uh, so there, it's as simple as it gets, and uh, I watched it like ten times again, like before uh, for this show. And I mean, I've seen it how many times this sh- commercial ran constantly. Uh, and it's so simple. It's only a 15 second spot and it opens up with the, the text in like old English, uh, like fonty kind of letters, like how, uh, account, how a vampire eats a Reese's mm-hmm. and then you heard it. That's basically the bulk of the commercial is that, and it, it dips to black. And most of it is like the sound effects, the slurping, it's very haunted housey. Right. And then it just reveals the product shot of a Reese's uh, out of the pack, like displayed like they would, and it's just two little fang holes in it. Like it just sucked the, the peanut butter out of the Reese's. And then that's it. And it, I, I, I thought about this. I'm like, and, and now I think about it more and more this way. Like that was the simplest commercial you could possibly put together. Like How- it's one shot. How long do you think the art department worked to make those fang holes perfect? Oh, I guarantee you they went through it was it was weeks on end trying to milk it um to get it just right. And everyone I yeah, there's probably all these different techniques. It's like one like we'll try just kind of uh uh we'll use nails or you you, you know, you go through and food commercials, I, I love the behind the scenes stuff, especially like Instagram. I follow all like the food commercial stuff and all those slow-mo effect, like the Chili's commercial with the peppers and the fire and stuff. Um, but the work that goes into those and how fake that stuff actually is to make it look good on camera. A lot of uh, that pepper and fire shit's 3D now. Yeah, well, don't ruin that for me. I, I still like the old school. I like the high-speed shit and those servo arms that like snap around in like a half a second. Right. And end up with like a 20-second shot. Um yeah, those are fun, but I, my my thought is they probably how it was done because you have to, you can't just push. 
in, you had to kind of remove. So my thought is something as simple as like a straw. Do you think that do you think they molded their own and molded them with holes? Um that's a possibility too. I, I think it's a legit Reese's. Although you could argue when I look at it more. Because under the lights, a Reese's would melt. Yeah, and this was done in 1993. So, so. you know there's halogens. Yeah. No, um, or you, you just back them off a lot and then just knock it down, knock it down, knock it down. That's the trick to getting your best light, folks, by the way. If you need something low-key, still go bright and just knock it down. That's the way to go. Um, <clears throat> but my, my thought is if, if, they, if it was, it would just be like you, I would use a straw. Or they were photoshopped back then because they still had photoshop and they were just they did on i i think at the time for that i think for the practicality of it it would be so much easier and i mean i've been there when i'm like oh well we'll just take this sign and we'll we'll mask it and you know change what the sign says and in 3d and we'll and you know and post and we'll remove it like I got my tools. I'll just take the sign down. I'm like, no, no, we got a budget. We'll do it in post. Like, I have my tools. No one wanted to hear it. But for me, I would have gone straw because you have to remove it. You can't just punch a hole. You had to kind of remove uh, the chocolate. But in looking at them, too, I wonder if they were absolutely fake because I feel like they might be bigger for the shot. You know what I mean? Or were they custom Reese's? Um, no, I bet they or, were made of some sort of clay or putty. Yeah, or clay maybe. Were yeah, were they even Reese's? That's a good point. Yeah, they might have been just complete mock molds. Yep. Um, God damn it! Now you ruined it. <laughs> Sorry. No, but you're right. That's what I love about it. That it is just so fake and. Uh, but bur- burgers are the best. Burgers are the best looking ones. And my love for this actually came from like home ec in like sixth grade. Our teacher was obsessed with like like showing us this stuff and like break it down like don't fall for this kind of you know yeah the a lot of the the, the marketing of it the uh, like oil glistening on uh um burgers is like wd-40 and um the water mm-hmm. is is like uh uh, uh hot glue and it's, it's crazy yeah mm-hmm. yeah there's nothing edible about anything in those food commercials it would probably kill you Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I I love this spot. There is like just the simplicity of it, and for me, I think the big thing about it was, and and this is uh, all it's important, and it gets it doesn't get the the love and respect that it gets, and it's what ties everything together is the audio, and it feels like very just old school like haunted house, like the the kind of tape you would play if you made your own little haunted house at home. That's what it sounds like. And I think that's why I like this spot so much. I think you like it because Reese's is the undisputed winner of the best uh, Halloween candy. Okay, it's also a very good point, yes. Although, it's got contenders this year. Oh, yeah? By its own brand. Mm. I would say the Reese's... Uh, Enchantress got me a bunch of the Reese's eggs... For Easter. Oh, I, I thought you were setting yourself up for uh, your next pick. Um, nope. 
Oh, I, I thought like it was like a cool transition. I was about to applaud you on that, but mm-hmm. no, go. You're about to introduce me to something new and delicious. No, so. the Reese's pumpkins with Reese's pieces inside of them. It's like um, winner winner chicken dinner, and then there's the wait. Stop! Stop! <laughs> you okay? It's a, a Reese's... Hand check. I went hands a, in the air. A Reese's pumpkin. It's a Reese's pumpkin, which they've been selling for years. Yeah, yeah. And inside the peanut butter are <laughs> Reese's pieces. Excuse me? And, it like, in, in like, surrounded in Reese's peanut butter? Yes. Hang on, I'm writing this down. Reese's. You, you go get one at Sheets. They have them at the Impulse area. Oh, it's an Impulse, all right pieces and Reese's peanut butter. How about are you sweating? It's not that hot out. Um, I'm hyperventilating right now. So, All right. Have so you- this is it. Uh, between this and the lyrics to Smells Like Teen Spirit, all I need is a flux capacitor, and I am now the most powerful man in the world. There you go. Um, that sounds amazing. So then there's the Reese. You know the Reese's Nut Rages, right? Yeah. Which is a chocolate bar with peanuts surrounded by peanut butter and caramel. Well, mm-hmm. then they made the Reese's Outrageous, which they took out the peanuts, which had some health benefits, and swapped it out <laughs> with and swapped those healthy peanuts out with Reese's Pieces. Oh my God! It this is, is sinfully delicious. Uh, no, it's funny. I just had this little conversation in my head about, you know what I should do? I should use that elliptical. Um, and while you're instead, on it. Now I'm you... on my way to McDonald's on Monday to get a McRib. We're stopping at Sheets so I can get a Reese's Pieces filled pumpkin. Uh-huh. And a Reese's Outrageous. Yeah, it's it's. Oh, that's fantastic. Right. They're so good. And any Reese's product you see with the purple labeling now is, is like a Reese's product that has that is stuffed with Reese's pieces. Oh, because it's royalty. It, uh, would, uh, yeah, it's a royal purple. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, God, what a time to be alive. You're telling me. You are telling me, skid sir. Um, all right, here is my first pick, Mr. Squeezer. McDonald's has a monster of an idea. Happy Halloween certificates. A book of ten is only a dollar. Your gang can turn them in for free dessert treats like cones and sample size sundaes at McDonald's. Each book also comes with a mail-in certificate for this free Roger Rabbit when you buy your video cassette of the smash hit who framed Roger Rabbit. McDonald's Happy Halloween Certificates. A deal so good, it's eerie. Hey, the, the dad and son on the end of that commercial dressed in the Roger Rabbit costume sells that spot. <laughs> so, you remember these these certificates you get trick-or-treating. So you go... I remember, honest to God, I completely blanked, forgot about these until you mentioned it, and now I'm like, everything's kind of... Show's doing what it's supposed to do, and all this is flooding back. Right, so you go to your neighbor... And you're like, oh, I'm getting good candy. I'm getting good candy. And they'd give you this piece of paper. And at first you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Who wants an ice cream cone or a sample size sundae or 
sometimes it was a small soft drink or a fry. But what you realize is they weren't just giving you a coupon for a small fry. They're giving you a license to uh, nag your parents to take you to McDonald's. <laughs> Until you what could, a great take. Yeah, until you could cash this thing in. And, it, of course, you'd get your small Sunday, but you'd also usually get a Happy Meal because your parents weren't just going to go to McDonald's to cash this thing in. I don't even think you could. I think it was like a free small Sunday with the purchase of $50 in food. With the purchase. Food. Uh, let's, I'm trying to find the backside. I, I have like pictures of the actual coupon. I'm trying to find the backside of it where the fine print is. No, I I I know for a fact you can just cash them in. I've done that. You can, mm-hmm. at, at least at some point in my life, you could because we just. But why would you? But yeah, usually you just wanted to get the happy meal and the small Sunday with it. Um, the happy meal was again this uh, basically what your neighbors were giving out when you thought it was just a piece of paper, and you're like, God, it was a it. middle finger to your parents, <laughs> right? And 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 you thought this was a middle finger to you. You're like, this is the same asshole who puts up scotch tape around five pennies and drops it in your bag. This is the same asshole who drops a box of fucking sun-made raisins in your bag. This is the same asshole oh. who drops an apple in your bag. You're dropping a piece of paper in my bag. Fuck you. And then you pull it out and you're like, wow, this is a license to kill. Yeah. The only one I liked was I had a neighbor that would drop off my... Uh... They had all the old wooden tokens for the trolley that used to run through my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they would drop those in our bags, like little wooden tokens. And even then, like as a kid, I'm like, that's actually kind of cool. I, I guess. Cool. I was a nerd. Yeah. Did, did you have any uh, neighbors that gave you like the five pennies and scotch tape? Yeah, we got that. Uh, the Apple ones pissed me off. The sun-made uh, raisins. We had we had one neighbors that would they would make you do something for it, like do a dance. I'm like God, or we could just go next door because the uh, candy to effort ratio here is way too high. Right. I said trick or treat, motherfucker. It's yeah. you give me a treat or I burn your house down. <laughs> I dressed up for you. Like, okay. That's the social contract we're going by here. Yeah, I'm in a costume. Now, give me the treat. And if it's raisins, you're fucking burning. I'm dressed as a dead child who's resurrected as a murderous, gigantic hockey player with a machete. Look, I went through some effort here. Put it in this pillow. Oh, so you were kind of like one of those ones you went to the store, one of those, like, Halloween accessory. It was, like, the the big aisle piece with, like, the devil. Um, it had, like, all the accessories. You could kind of piecemeal well, your own costume together. It was easy. I already had the the hockey mask, the Jason mask, just because why wouldn't you? I already had a machete because why wouldn't you? And I had a jean jacket because it was 1993, so why wouldn't you? And all I had to do was just squirt some blood all over this shit, and I was good to go. Hmm. But you never saw Friday the 13th? At that age, I think I saw like Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh, God. Yeah. I I liked I only like that movie because they pretty much used the same shitty sets of Manhattan they used for Ninja Turtles movie. Only yeah, like, I want to say that I like the idea behind it. I I just I was a scaredy pants. I don't know how you like that one. The first like five minutes, the guy's fucking entrails get poured out. 
Yeah, but it, it's so over the top. It doesn't. It wasn't scary. Oh, it's one of the most gruesome scenes in a Jason movie, though. Yeah, but it's not scary. Yeah, to I, me. I, get I, I, I mean, everyone has innards. So the thrills is what gets you. The 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 grossness doesn't bother you. No, the, grossness doesn't bother me at all. The thrills is what bothers you. Yeah, I don't like thrills. Yeah. Okay, that one's not that thrilling. Yeah, I guess you can. No, it's yeah. It's He's only in Manhattan for like five minutes. So he takes Manhattan and then he's he's off. But there's like a sexy scene in that with that wo- that chick. She, I think she gets naked too. Yeah, well, you didn't see that on Pix Eleven. No, yeah, but they get pretty, they get pretty close to it. They don't obviously she doesn't get naked, but mm. I remember having mixed feelings between uh, me time to uh, you know childhood like twelve year old me like you know getting to know myself to the girl, yeah i know how it works yeah you know the girl who's half naked on the bed to jason slashing people you know what what am i finishing to here yeah, it's, a... <laughs> it's conflicting is it yeah depends on the day i guess just tell yourself that yeah <sighs> all right what are we talking about mcdonald's Oh yes, yes the yeah the certificates, the coupons, yeah, yeah. So yeah. basically, the uh, neighbors were passing out a, um, a license to uh, get junk food to your parents, and um, with that, no, like... it was it was super cool, and it's I mean, it's brilliant marketing on their part. Like they're in, they just interjected themselves in Halloween in like, you know, a, a national pastime. Uh, McDonald's figured out a way to do that with almost everything. Yeah. Uh, you, well, I mean, to be fair, they already did it with the pump. Imagine though, because you already have the pumpkins. Well, the McBoo pails and yeah, yeah. Um, all like not just just everything about McDonald's and the holidays. Like they they owned Christmas, they owned summer, they owned um, ho- they owned Halloween. Like they they just figured out a way to interject themselves in our lives with this marketing, and I, and you know when it started to get cracked down upon. I guess it just doesn't happen enough, but I, McDonald's was, you could do a whole McDonald's Christmas or a whole McDonald's Halloween episode just because that's, yeah. Yeah. And it's like not even Taco Bell good in 2019 standards. Like we're, we're talking fast food. Do we ever bring up, let's go to McDonald's, you know, if it's there, yeah, we go. And then Monday we're going to get McRibs, but generally McDonald's isn't what we talk about if we're going to get fast food. It's, no, if anything, it's because we do it out of spite, you know, just to <laughs> right, to you, hurt others. Yeah, you don't want McDonald's. Well, that's where we're fucking going. Or, or when you're in a particular part of town where the only thing is McDonald's, and you get there at ten forty-five, and they're still only serving breakfast. So you and the rest of your crew orders a small breakfast, and you sit there and slowly eat your breakfast for fifteen minutes, so you can all go back up at eleven o'clock and get lunch. Are we talking Hellertown? Uh, this was Penargyle. Ah, I knew, I knew that happened. So it happens on multiple. So that happened in Hellertown. Oh, so okay, so we're not. Yeah, in Saucon uh, Valley. Yeah, people were looking at us, and then I realized the reason. And at first, I thought they were judging us. No, okay. So, oh, no, these guys no, are eating breakfast and they're waiting. No, the reason they're looking at us is because they were waiting to get back in line too. <laughs> Define and sm- like this is competition. Define small breakfast. Uh, a number, I don't know, whatever. 
you know, sausage and cheese biscuit with a hash brown the coffee is. Okay. And then what what was your lunch then? Uh, I went easy. I just went, uh, I just got two little, two, like, cheeseburgers. That was it. So it was good. Because I already had a beverage. Yeah. You had your oh, and I got a, I got a value fry. That's right. Mm. You got to get the fries with the burger. You got to get the fries with the burger. I mean, I should have just gone with the quarter pounder in hindsight because I was still hungry. Well, no, because the, the idea was they were going to be pocket burgers. Mm. Um, but they never make it past the, the kind of they, they had the same fate as the pocket cookies. Um, or pocket hot dogs. Yeah. Um, they they never made it out because the problem was I got the two cheeseburgers. I'm like, awesome, pocket cheeseburgers, you know, because you put them in your pocket and you have a cheeseburger later. And as it turns out, someone got something like a quarter pounder, or like a Big Mac, and it took a little while. So in the extra, you know, minute and 47 seconds it took for that to come out, <laughs> I ate both uh, cheeseburgers. That and your chief engineer, you were watching him outside hanging out and just having a full on conversation with the guy that's holding the sign for the mattress store that's going out of business. And we're just enjoying that conversation. What about that French fry? Where'd that go? Oh, that never even made it back to the table. <laughs> oh, all right, well, cheeseburger. You know what? Eddie. I understand why I'm where I'm at now. It ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to rectify that by getting uh, McRib sandwiches. Don't worry. Beautiful. All right. Here is your second pick. Introducing Spooky Goop, horrifying monster makeup you make up at home. Spooky Goop's bubbling lizard lips, bat bones, and toad toes create a ghoulish goo that makes a monster out of you. Now that's the face no mother could love. Spooky Goop, spine-tingling makeup for Halloween or any unearthly occasion. Do you remember Spooky Goop? I have no idea what it is. Never heard of it. All right, so go back and w- – w- so you heard the commercial. It doesn't do a good job selling it. But when you see the commercial, you go, oh, yeah, that shit. Um, and uh, it opens up with, like, a, oh, it's kids playing Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. The, the shot you will remember and the image that's burned into my mind is of the boy transforming. Like, they have a couple shots, like, the process of it. And it's, like, him and then him with, like – the black under the eyes and a little bit of the makeup and a little more makeup and then finally oh. like fully caked on. Hey, Schmuffin. Oh, hi, Schmuffin. Oh. I haven't seen you in a week. <laughs> in a week. Um, um, I think I only know this from Dinosaur Dracula. Well, thank you. I was going to say, there, I can only do so much commenting on it when, if you go and look, and Dinosaur Dracula did a whole thing on it. Uh, Matt puts it on, right? 2012. Yeah, he actually applied it to himself, and uh... yeah, uh, that's when his his um, dinosaur Dracula went from XE to to uh, dinosaur Dracula back in the day. And that's yeah. a few months later. I would discover this site while we started in September of 2013 um, doing Sans Event Center show. That's when I found out about dinosaur Dracula. Yeah, so it wasn't long before that, but yeah, that was from like seven years ago. He was already doing this shit. I actually found uh, him through. So I was in the I was big in the Tumblr retro game, and he had a uh, some I think it was like M- Mummy Shark that was his Tumblr, and that's how I found. 
I knew about his XE shit because most people stole his XE shit on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Spooky Goo, that's all, yeah. I, I don't know Spooky Goo personally, yeah. I just know so it, from... I don't, I'm not gonna, like, pretend that I didn't just go and read what he had to write, I, I did a little, dug a little deeper, and you know how me, I like to go into the weird shit, so I actually found, like, he actually is the one that even, you know, pushed me to the company that makes it, and then I went further and found, like, their other trademarks and stuff like that, because I enjoy reading legalese regarding companies that make toys throughout the 1980s um but if you want to know like just what the product looks like or a review of it i'm not going to pretend that i did it he did it i don't need to tell you to go see dinosaur dracula already been doing that especially at this time of the year um but go back and find that one in particular where he kind of reviews it and goes over it um it, it was it's definitely not if you look at the packaging it it doesn't look anything. You're never gonna look anything like the kid that's, you know, like dressed up on. Oh, did I hear a kitty cat? Yeah, it's still Schmuffin. Oh, hi Schmuffin. She's she um, likes that spooky goo. And but the idea behind it was it wasn't so much the uh, the makeup itself. It was the process. Like you had a little coffin, or it was kind of like imagine Doctor Dreadful's lab, but for makeup. It was more about the process than the final product. Me, personally, I hated Halloween makeup. I hated big, complex costumes to begin with. I like going ultralight. I need to be effective and efficient in the gathering of candy process. I like the idea of it. Yeah. I like the idea. Um, and th that all goes back to the same thing with like cosplay at conventions. That would drive me mad. The last thing I want to do is have to carry something around all day. Yeah, right. I didn't even have a backpack with me. I wore cargo shorts. I'm like, whatever I can carry in my pockets, <laughs> I carry in my pockets. Which today is the official first day of New York Comic Con. We're, we're, this is the first year in many years we're not going at all. Yeah, I'm so... I'm, I'm, it's, it's just so packed. I'm conflicted. It was, it was, it's just a lot going on. Busy. It would be hard for me to leave two little ones at home right now. Yeah. And also, it was. I think it's good to have a a break. Yeah. You know, it was overwhelming for us. I think the last couple of years, like, you, I think especially since we started going up Thursdays, and it's like, oh, this is nice. And then Thursdays became Sunday. Everyone knows about every, Thursdays became Sundays. Yeah. Um. And I still have like five pieces of artwork that I bought over the years that are still just in a drawer that I got to hang yeah. up. So yeah, a... let me get those up, and then I can go buy something new. And then you can, yeah, you're free to. Free to go. Um, but yeah, uh, Spooky Goop, uh, it's a, um, an oatmeal-based, all uh, non-toxic. I love it. They actually, the letters are nice and big, too, that's non-toxic. They want to let you know. I mean, especially in, like, 1988, there's some toxic shit you were probably putting on your face. Oh, sure. It probably um, still is. But yeah, these Spearhead Industries, uh, they seem defunct now. They haven't had anything, uh, any patents in quite some time. But uh, a lot of... Uh, some oddball stuff. A lot of, like all the egg, a lot of like your egg uh, dye kits that are a little gimmicky stuff like that. But um, they did a lot of like PVC figures, including uh, creepy kids. If you've ever seen those, and like going kind of deep in that world. Also uh, like uh, battle hawks, exchangers, uh, like the heavier like vinyl figure kind of thing. They uh, they pushed uh, some of those out, but. Uh, yeah, Spooky Goop. I just there was that, the commercial. I remember that specific image of the kid like transforming, and I always thought like that was so cool. Like I wanted that to be me. 
Hmm. It wasn't. Oh well. Maybe next year. I as far as I would go is like for like makeup, I would go like a little trickle of blood out of the mouth and that would be it. I'm like, oh he has an internal he has internal bleeding. Happy Halloween. Right. Fake Ooh. blood, right? Yeah, fake blood. Uh yeah, yeah, fake blood. Sure. Fake blood. Fake blood. Alright, here's my next pick. Elvira here, back with a helping hand for Halloween. Coors Light, it's the official beer of Halloween. And just what an adult party needs to be a howling success. What? You don't believe me? What do you need, like a sign from above? Be sure to visit this display wherever you buy Coors Light. And it's just perfect for when friends drop in. It's it's the fright beer now. Uh, I love an Elvira commercial. Oh, hey, Schmuffin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, so what I realized in doing my research is we could have done a whole episode on Halloween beer commercials. I've got two, well, kind of one and a half in mine alone. And, and my shortlist had about three more on it. I had a um, Bud Ice Doobie Doobie Doo commercial. Oh, it's Penguin? The Penguin. Yeah, I remember and, that one. And I had a Spuds McKenzie Bates Motel one on my sh- short list. So I think uh, we got to put on our list not just Halloween, <laughs> but, but. Oh, are you okay? Uh, uh, um, are you dying? I'm okay. I think my body's trying to kill me before I eat that McRib on Monday. <laughs> um, I think we can not just do a Halloween beer, but we can do a beer commercial um, podcast in general. And I think. There's plenty to... I've completely forgot about the doobie, doobie, doo penguin spots. But when I saw them, I was like, oh my god, I love these. Bud Ice. I don't even know if they make Bud Ice anymore. What was... Ice beer was just like more alcoholic, cheap beer that you had to drink really, really cold so you didn't taste it, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think that was the idea behind it. I think that's... (laughs) So it kind of like freezes your your taste buds, so you don't taste yeah, that horrible. Yeah, but I, I think like if you're drinking like Beast Ice, in, in my case, like it, you were drinking it on like in the summer while playing beanbags in someone's backyard, and it was like half warm, just sitting on top of a bucket of ice. So it was just god awful to begin with. Yeah, we usually mix it with. It was like sip and go naked. Like you mix it with like the Sprite and lemonade mix and vodka. Ugh. Oh, that's guaranteed to make you sick. Oh yeah. And back when uh, uh, drinking alcohol actually affected me in a negative way. Only positive vibes now. Well, I'm only oh, drinking. Yeah. I'm only ice drinking buds. fine Heineken beer, not an ice tiny Heineken ice. <laughs> Is ice beer even a thing? anymore yeah it's still around i think yeah i think beast is still around yeah is milwaukee's best ice yeah it's beast right yeah i we only had the um, beast light was our our thing like milwaukee's best light yeah i think we used to get uh we called it bob ice because the lettering it looked and we had a friend named bob, oh but it was bow ice which was bohemian ice i think we and drank that... natty ice too natural ice yeah oh yeah natty ice is still going strong uh, natty daddy i th- I see those being yeah. bought all the time still yeah but yeah uh bow ice was that was 
uh, $3 a six-pack. There's 50 cents a can. <laughs> Couldn't go wrong there. And yeah. it tasted like 50 cents a can. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, you gotta you get... actually made money on that when you would go and recycle the cans. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you get you get drink for profit. Yeah, you gotta get... <laughs> you gotta get it really cold, though, Squeezer. That's the trick. That's why it's called ice. Yeah. Uh, and that's, there was a Spuds McKenzie, but this commercial was an Elvira, uh, sweepstakes commercial with, with Coors Light. It was the official beer of Halloween. Oh. And, and that was the thing with beers back there. Everyone wanted to be the official beer of everything. Official beer of the NFL, official beer of the NBA, official beer of, of halftime shows, official beer of Christmas time, official beer of Halloween, which Coors Light claimed to be. Uh, I don't even know... I, I don't even really know what this commercial is offering. Helping men for Halloween. Coors Light. It's the official beer of Halloween. And just what an adult party needs to be a howling success. What? You don't believe me? What do you need? Like a sign from above? Be sure to visit this display wherever you buy Coors Light. And it's just perfect for when friends drop in. Yeah, they weren't giving anything away. They were just selling... Coors Light with Elvira. Be sure yeah. to visit the display and get the. They were telling you like, oh yeah, because they want like a bunch of pervy guys going to get beer. Like, well, yeah, I guess you didn't have a camera phone on you now, but you know, you were like, hey, take a selfie with the Elvira. Take a Polaroid cutout. Yeah, yeah, or like a, um, what's that? Uh, the old sixteen millimeter film, the 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 real, the S ten, whatever it is selfie shot with the big flash bulb thing sticking out of it <laughs> how, how did we document anything more than like seven years ago yeah i really don't know, I really don't huh. know. all right um here is your third pick there handsome hi you look like you could use some breakfast how about some honey nut cheerios Honey Nut Cheerios, man, they always were holiday behemoths, too. Yeah, uh, and I mean, that damn bee was everywhere. Um, He's Bob Cratchit, for God's sakes. Yeah, oh, it, I forgot about that one. Oh, we'll save that for when we do Christmas commercials. You already did it. Did we do that one already? You did, yeah. Oh, how do you remember that? I had to go back and re-listen to last year's <laughs> Halloween show. Huh. Um... It's probably all that, all those Canadian-sized French fries that you eat that preserve your brain matter. <laughs> oh. Damn American size. I know. Um, oh yeah, how was it eating pasta that didn't feel like you just ate a cinder block after each meal? Because it's al dente, and you have to mm -hmm. chew it a little bit, and um, mm. they they give you a lot, but it's uh, uh, like. I guess they just expect this since I was American to finish, and they'd always come and they're like, "Well, you don't like," uh, and I'm like, "No, I like. Uh, it's just too much." I'm not. Uh, I'm just not a gluttonous monster. Right? They're like, "Oh, you don't like." Uh, so I like uh, at some point I was like, "I gotta get as much as I can in me tonight because I don't want them to accuse me of not liking it." Like this really good gnocchi. I had this tuna relli mm. with this uh, pecorino romano sauce and black pepper. All right. Uh, all right. 
oh god it was just so much and they're like oh you know like uh i'm like no i like uh, i just i can't finish uh <laughs> i love italian it's just you the the middle syllable is elevated and then it comes back down yeah. like that's the accent it's like up and down that's what they're like, hey, you know, like, oh, why not? Why like, don't like, uh, you know, like? That's a spicy meatball. Uh. Yeah, that's exactly how they, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> making any uh, false accusations here, Squeezer. That's exactly how it sounded. You know, like, uh, every time. You know, like, uh, I'm like, yeah, I do like. Uh. Stereotypes are fun. Well, when they're true. <laughs> when they're true. It's like, hey, people can mock us as Americans. Well, what do they have to mock you about? Well, we're planning on going to McDonald's on Monday so we can have a McRib sandwich. Hey, cowboy, <laughs> would you like a McRib? Yes. Yes, no, partner. I would like two, please. <laughs> I would like I two. I understand singular. And can, <laughs> and can you supersize it? Yeah, it's what it was. My, the food I was eating there was too much hot cuisine. I, it was... It was too uh, too tasty and um, well balanced. Did you and... did your body just go into sodium sh shock the second you landed? No, they 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 know they they use a lot of salt. They use almost oh, yeah? more than we do. Yeah. Mm, wow. I don't use really any salt here. Like I don't really salt my food ever. But you don't have to because it's already there. Yeah. Well, there they really like if you get like chicken You're, or anything. Look at the sodium content when you look. Like I said, I go to Arby's and there's a big red exclamation mark warning me not to eat this. Listen, Italians aren't known for um, healthy food. I think they call their sauce red lead. Oh, nice. They they what? Those only people who make. Um, they don't call they don't call it gravy over there. Yo, give me the gravy. Yo, it's gravy. No, gravy's brown. All right. No, it is. It is. I don't. I don't know how it's crazy, but the the tomato sauce is is usually made with like six different animals. So beautiful. Well, I, yeah, it's usually like you gotta throw that meat in there. Yeah, it wouldn't start touting healthiness. And intestine. Yeah. No, but it. You know, no, I was making fun of all those people from anyone with Italian descent in Philly that calls marinara sauce gravy. Well, um, now, when when you eat all this and your heart's bad, apparently eating these Honey Nut Cheerios will help it. Oh, yes. The Honey Nut Cheerios, it'll cure you of all your ails. Yeah. Um, and it'll also allow you to communicate with an undead monster that's been, you know, created by a mad scientist in the lab somewhere. Um, yeah, so this was, it was a Cheerios commercial. This is, I think it was actually 2001 uh, when this one ran. So it's it's late in the Rad Years run, but it's still 4 by 3 so it counts. Yeah. That's, we... that's like my... Okay. That's my rule for commercials. If it's still four by three, it's rad years. So anything we produced like three years ago? Yes, anything we produced. Yeah. I'm uh, kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it was like six. What I loved about this was they actually used legit footage from the original Frankenstein movies. Uh, in, in particular, this one came from Bride of Frankenstein, 1935. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, and they just superimposed yeah, the bee on it. They drew the bee. Roger Rabbit yeah, style. Yeah, pretty much. Roger Rabbit style. Um, this is coming on the coattails of uh, 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 what was the name? Dance with Vacuum. Who the fuck was Dance with the Vacuum Cleaner back in the eighties already? Uh, Ted Danson. No, not Ted Danson. What's his name? Uh, Steve Gutenberg. Magnum PI. Yeah, fucking even. I'm trying to think. I'm saying it. In, I'm doing it in my head in Homer's voice because he even made fun of it. Uh, 
I named all the men. Gina. The baby. Davis. Yes, Gina Davis dancing with a vacuum cleaner. And I'll remember. Oh, it popped back into my head. What are you dancing with a vacuum cleaner? What are you talking about? Um, fuck. Really? There was a, a Dust Devil commercial. And there, there were lawsuits that came out about it. People were up in arms and shit like that. Um, because, was it Gene Autry? Hang on. Dancing with vacuum cleaner. Uh, Hang. This is a fun show. Yeah. Oh, Fred Astaire. Jesus Christ. What oh, happened? yeah. Fred Astaire. Yeah. Like... No, yeah. No, it was a whole thing. Um, but there, this actually came out right before uh, Sarah Karloff. Uh, so, all right. Boris Karloff, who was Frankenstein. Um, ironically, he was only 5'11. Um, but I guess 1935, you're like a giant back then because you didn't have food yet. Mm. Um, so everyone was tiny. Um, yeah, they didn't have to make rib in 1935. And they're worse off for it. Yeah. You grow. Um, they, you gr and, well, no, it's true because everyone in everyone that was like at a moderate age in 1935 is dead now. So That's you true. can't say that, you know, you know. If they you had grow, McRib, maybe they'd still be alive. You they go strong it. like bull from McRib. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. They'd be. Um. But so they they superimpose him, uh, or superimposed a bee over the shot from the footage of uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Um. And this is nearly thirty years even after he died. He died in sixty nine, I want to say, or like seventy one. Um. But eventually, his daughter won a lawsuit against Universal because so there's some shady shit they pulled. Um, so Frankenstein, like Mary, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, yeah. isn't like the image of Frankenstein that you and I think of when we see Frankenstein. Okay, uh, it was a little bit different. It was the Frankenstein of the 1931 movie Frankenstein that we all imagine in our heads now. Right. Like, as that image. And it's basically all off of Boris Karloff's look. Um, and people have been selling that for years, marketing that, and he should have gotten some kind of royalties or rights for certain things. But <coughs> they kind of did a workaround, so Universal started creating, like, the, the cartoon animations of the monsters and changing it just enough where they can argue this is our depiction of it. This is not Karloff kind of look. Um, and eventually Sarah Karloff, his daughter, sued and won a settlement. Now she kind of controls the likeness of it, but still willing to put it out there. Mm -hmm. um, it's not known whether or not this would have gone through, whether or not. I think it's tasteful. And I think it actually, for me seeing it then and i already knew frankenstein by then i've seen like the original before that because at the time before that i was like oh i like movies i'm gonna watch the old ones and shit like that but in, in my mind i think this adds a lot to like a lot of kids wouldn't have ever seen like the original black and white frankenstein you know like we we owe a lot to stuff like muppet babies because muppet babies played a lot of like, some older movie clips you know and you're kind of introduced to that kind of stuff right some old monster movies so like um and same thing like mystery science theater something like that 
Um, you know, it's not the direct, uh, you know, contact with the product that you see that like you go to check it out. So for me, I think like this does a service beyond just selling Cheerios. It introduces a whole audience to, uh, you know, the legit old school Frankenstein and Boris Karloff's Frankenstein. Um, and at the time too, it was just, it was a smart, cool, it was cool for the time. And it was at the time it was, but people were terrified back then. Because people were afraid of everything back then. Sure. Like like cholera um, and starving to death. Um, hmm. Now, now, now you really got, now you got to have some like just wet haired girl, like, you know, standing there in black and white and that'll freak me out instead. Didn't get me to eat any more Cheerios because, eh, not really. You don't want to fuck with your heart in any no, way. No, no. Yeah. I got Captain Crunch. Okay, uh, let's move on to my third bit. Look out, because this Halloween, Toys R Us is your Halloween headquarters. You'll find every trick or treat under the moon. A monstrous selection of costumes and a dungeon full of decorations. At prices so low, you'll howl. So this Halloween, bring the entire family to Toys R Us for a Halloween selection so huge. It's scary. <laughs> I love how uh, these commercials, and uh, it wasn't just Toys R Us. It was like Kmart. It was Bradley's. It was mm-hmm. Clover. It was James Way. It was everyone build themselves as your Halloween headquarters. Like, come here for your Halloween headquarters. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. So, like, that was an excuse for you to go, just like the, the coupons were an excuse for you, a license for you to nag your parents to take you to McDonald's, like, dubbing your uh, store the ho- Halloween headquarters was an excuse for you to nag your parents to take you to said store, because you need to get your Halloween shit on point, especially your Ben Cooper uh, smock costume, uh, which Ooh, yeah. was the uh, name of the game of Halloween in the uh, 1980s and probably early 90s. Um, it was actually on my short list, but I, I, I didn't even bother because I had a feeling you were going to go that way. The, both the, the – I was watching a bunch of them, the Toys R Us one, the Kmart ones. Um, yeah, the Kmart These are one, as much fun to just check out because it's almost like a little snapshot of – Of the time period. You see the yeah. costumes they're wearing and uh, the candy that's being uh, 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 pushed, and it really just puts you in the, the time frame. Um, mine – particularly i think mine was from 1994 uh yes 1994 was mine so uh it was kind of generic uh there was star wars because that was when um lucas was starting to begin his uh re-release of the movies Mm -hmm. but um as far as any other uh the script uh, costumes it was just witches and skeletons and goblins and ghouls but uh your official halloween headquarters now it's like party city and target is fucking mm-hmm. the hide and eat boutique man that's my jam yeah. well and then you get your still you get your halloween uh is it still halloween adventure spirit halloween spirit now it's it's well the spirit 
Yeah, Spirit Stores. Spirit yeah. Halloween. Spirit Store. Yeah, yeah, I guess there's, they, there's also other... They just change your name legally to avoid bankruptcy over the years, or... No, it's been Spirit for a few years. Uh, That's what I'm asking, now, because it used to be Halloween Adventure. I think there's still... Halloween Adventure still might exist, but Spirit's been the they big company. Spirit's yeah. owned by Spencer's Gifts, so... Okay. Where's the... Is the closest one to us the one that still used to be the Tweeter? Or is that somewhere else now? No, it's... Uh... Where do they go now that all the staples became places of business? Yeah, no, it's right. The one right now is right next to Dick's. I don't know what it used to be, and then the one closest to me is, and probably you, is uh, the old Bonton at the Trexor Town Mall. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Well, Mrs. Squeezer worked there for two weeks. Yeah, that's um. Oh, that's a good size Halloween store right there. Halloween, yeah. That hey, there we go. That's our Monday. We're gonna go get some McRibs. We're gonna go get some fucking Reese's Death Bars, and then we're going to go and, and look at some Halloween shit. I like it. All right. All right, speaking and of... Then we'll uh, go, and then we'll uh, go to work eventually. All right. Um, we might wind up on another planet. Go ahead. Ring the bell. Greetings, Earthling. Oh, aren't you kids cute? We have a mission from Mars. We've come to save our Halloween. We want the best candy on Earth. Can you help us, ma'am? Well, you're a little early for Halloween, but M and M's, wow, slippers, our favorite. By the way, I love your costumes. All right, guys, only five million houses to go. Help a mission from Mars win one hundred thousand dollars. Look for specially marked packs. Ah, uh, great commercial. The alien oh yeah. You you remember this one? Yeah, the alien. It was a, alien kids trick or treating with regular kids. And do you know there where this CGI, actually came right? from? What's that? Were they CGI? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, it was actually they are a product, and this is early CGI. Now was this spot Pixar? came in '96, so it's a little later than when they actually arrived on our planet. Um, this is actually a result of a, a spinoff of a, a, a half-hour TV uh, made-for-TV movie, The Last Halloween, that aired in 1991 on CBS. Oh. So these these CGI guys were very early on. So like for '96, they seem pretty basic, um, still pretty good, right. and they're cleaned up. But they originally uh, came about in October 28th, '91. Uh, a couple, a few little companies uh, to mention that I mean, because so it's a Mars commercial. Get it, Mars? Yeah. Now Mars wasn't necessarily mentioned in the original, although they were from Mars, but right. not. As in Mars and Mars Candy. Eminem and Mars. Brilliant marketing on this end. Um, fun commercial. But uh, so these little guys were brought to you by uh, a few little uh, production companies. One being Hanna-Barbera. Okay. Which this being their only uh, CGI uh, uh, production uh, ever that Hanna-Barbera would be a part of. Oh, wow. Um, uh, ILM. Which uh, uh, that's Industrial Light and Magic. It's Lucas Films. Yeah, yeah, the Star Wars guy, and um, Pacific Data Images, uh, PDI, uh, which was eventually bought out, and it's now been dissolved. But it was also uh, PDI DreamWorks, um, and they did a couple little. They did visual effects for a bunch of movies, um, I don't know, like you know, Terminator Two. Titanic, but they also um, made a big toys. green, big green ogre. 
Oh yeah, Shrek. Shrek. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. They did. I think they did all like the the foliage, if I'm correct. Um, stuff like that. Like all those movies. Like it, you don't just have one company do all the work. Like you you. you know, oh, if you'd watch a Marvel stuff. movie, and now you have to watch the credits to see what happens at the end. There's about fifty effects companies working on yeah. those pictures. Yeah, everyone everyone takes a little part. And yeah, uh PDI at the time, uh before they got bought out by they got purchased by DreamWorks and then DreamWorks kind of expanded and they kinda of just dissolved and people kind of just found their ways throughout DreamWorks as well. So PDI is not really a thing anymore, but their impact, their legacy is huge. You look at go on and just look at PDI's fucking Pacific data images like their their the work that they did um and they also did uh, like they produced like the i don't want to say they produced but they were a major player in, in production of like shrek madagascar um all those dreamworks movies those animated dreamworks movies in the like, the early to mid 2000s um but this was this was just a cool spot and it's it's funny cuz i went back and i rewatched the uh Last Halloween, uh, made for TV movie starring Rhea Perlman, um, and then watching this commercial, and it's funny because it was 1991 and in 1996, and you can tell not just like the sharpness of the image, but just what people are wearing. Like it, it was like, it's funny. 1996, you could like wouldn't tell the difference from then and today. Like 1996, just someone wearing like a flannel shirt, like it's the same thing that you would wear like now. Right. It was like 1991. It was a little pastel-y yet. It was, it was strange. Like that little bit of time, like that little gap, like 21 years ago versus 25 to 30 years ago is a huge difference in style. I don't know why that stuck out to me. Uh, but some of the voices you might recognize, um, you have – so you have your four aliens. You have Gloop, um, who – Gloop kind of looks like Londo – from uh, Babylon 5, if you people know what I'm talking about. You were no all there. Clue. You listened to the show pre a little while back. Um, uh, Scooter and uh, – uh, what was the other one? Don't know. Scooter and Bing. Uh, Frank Welker. Ah, I know Frank Welker. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. You're talking about the beer thing, and I know you had a pretty good list. I mean, we're pretty well set. I want to make sure we do that show like a tribute to uh, voiceover actors. Oh, yeah. That's that could be a fun one. Go back and just dig deep. And then uh, <clears throat> Don Messick uh, is the voice of Vom- Romtu, who's like the little blue faux Marvin the Martian looking guy who's their leader. Right. Um, Don Messick, he, I mean, he did a few voices that you might know. Um, Scooby Doo and Papa Smurf. Yeah. You know. Not there. not too big. Um and then uh and then well, this is going back to the show, but William Hanna actually was the narrator in the show. Like I said, uh Rhea Perlman uh, uh was also in it. and Richard Mole of Night Court was also in it. So definitely you can go and find this, like you can find the commercial. And I don't want to burn this whole – I don't want to go crazy talking about the show because I'm like, yeah, we got a whole Halloween – a whole month of Halloween shows. Right. And you just said we got five episodes to do. I'm like, eh, this might end up being somewhere. That's just this year. 
<clears throat> just this year. Yeah, we'll do it next year. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was a great little concept, uh, a great pull like for them. It's like, hey, we got these Martians from Mars. We're Mars candy. Let's make something work here. And it's a, it's a fun spot. It's a cool spot. And it, it's funny seeing CGI from back then, and you kind of. It t- you don't be snarky about it. It's like, look at that. No, you look, hey, look at that. Look what they did back then. Yeah. All right. Um, here is my next one. Whoa, Millhouse, that frozen black cherry's turned your tongue black. <laughs> my tongue's black, too. Ooh, ooh, let me try. Let's hey, have black tongue. <laughs> this Halloween, the Simpsons are at Burger King. Now, in every big kid's meal, you can get a Simpsons spooky light up. They gleam, there is scream, and you can collect all 15 at Burger King. Where else? So, in 1999, uh, Burger King started offering what was called the big kid's meal to supplement their kid's club meal. It it consisted of a double hamburger or double cheeseburger and a six-piece serving of chicken tenders small fry and 16 ounce drink as opposed to a cheeseburger hamburger four-piece chicken tender small fry and uh, i think 12 ounce drink you still got the toy but they had they started offering toys that were a little more adult like the simpsons toys these toys were these halloween toys were so cool i wish i had this whole collection there's like 15 of them total and they like light up they're so freaking awesome um a i i miss the burger king kids club b I miss chicken tenders more than I miss anything else in fast food. Solid. Did it again. Uh, And see those black cherry. Uh, So um, if you're looking for the black cherry Slurpee, I think Target has it out right now. Ooh. Yeah, so you can go get it at Target. And uh, there's a certain, I think there's a peel behind it. Uh, uh, Someone mentioned it somewhere i i don't know if i could come up with it off the top of my head but yes uh target is offering the black cherry um the icy if you if you check them out it's the same fucking oh yeah well it wouldn't be a slurpee i actually had a slurpee the other day oh what flavor it was the coke one i don't like i don't like the super sweet ones that's why i like the coke i like the mild for me it's more of a texture thing and just like a, I like a slushy coldness. And Slurpee perfected it. Um, yeah. So I didn't really have much to say on this. I just it's two thousand one again. I do consider this the rad years, and it's Simpsons, and it's Burger King, and um, I put it at the end because I didn't have much to say about it, but I knew I wanted to talk about it. So. It's a pretty cool commercial. It's animated. It's Simpsons. It's a little something outside of the show. And Millhouse is in it. So it's a win-win-win. Well, it's win-win. Here is your last pick. It's the Pizza Head Show. Hey, everybody. I'm on my way to Pizza Hut to get a Goosebumps Kids Pack. Yay! Almost there. Hey, this isn't the right way. Well, Scarecrow Steve says it is. He's no Scarecrow. Sure he is. <laughs> 
I woke the neighbors. Look, Pizza Head, you'll be perfectly safe in there. Uh, okay. Relax, the Goosebumps guys just want you for dinner. See you in the next lifetime. Now you can collect one of three ghoulish Goosebumps glow and tell story card sets and you buy a Pizza Hut kit. Oh, sorry, bad edit. That's all right. I, I believe it's, at, it's a tie-in with the Adams Family digital movie. It's black, spooky, black, cherry, icy. Ooh. Yeah. Well, you could support that. I could see that. Yeah, naturally flavored, 0% juice. It was actually cool seeing commercials for that all over the place now. I, can, I cannot wait for that movie. I, uh, oh, I know you can. Uh, Enchantress and I were watching Freeform, 31 Days, uh, tonight, mm -hmm. Adam's Family. 31 Days of Hocus Pocus. Uh, well, we were watching Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values tonight, which are two of my favorite movies. And I cannot, I'm a huge Adam's Family fan. Like the cartoon, oh, the comic strip. I'm a huge Adam's Family fan. I think they're, they're uh, macabre humor is hysterical and i can't wait for it yeah i think i'm gonna make a point to watch it this year it's been uh, it's been quite some time um but to watch the just watch both of them oh they're uh they're amazing yeah uh, i think i think uh squeeze that would like it too they're very kid friendly too uh, yeah, she's a little, eh, she's a scaredy cat yet. We gotta get, we'll get there. I don't think they're that scary. I don't need her throwing knives at me yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um. Pizza Head. Pizza Head. So I put this one last because we're like, hey, Squeezer, you just did this last uh, show. No, it's because Pizza Hut's brilliant. And did back-to-back -back years, they did uh, uh, Halloween ones. So the previous one was the trick-or-treat one where um, Steve was a pizza cutter. This time, uh, it's a bunch of Steves that are, are the Goosebumps clan and monsters, and it's a Goosebumps tie-in. Uh, and uh, this was actually the second last of the Pizza Head spots. Uh, so this ran in 97 because uh, the whole Pizza Head thing ran from 93 to 97 and it was this one and the next last one was the johnny quest pack mm -hmm. um that came out after this and this one was fun you got uh, some uh glow intel story cards uh from pizza hut so it was, uh one of those weird i don't want to say weird it's just you know pizza hut wasn't known well i guess i don't want to say they weren't known they didn't it was it was quality over quantity with pizza hut for their giveaways and their products and most of the time, you're actually paying like a dollar for whatever. Most of the time, it's like you would go for the ham puppets, of course. Right. Um, but like they weren't known. They weren't. It wasn't Burger King. It wasn't McDonald's. They weren't like, oh, you go to Burger King and get this thing. Um, it always felt a little bigger with Pizza Hut, you know? Right. Oh, or it was like VHS tapes or, you know, something like that. Uh, but yeah, this is a fun one. I, I suggest go check it out. It's It's hard to describe, but, you know, it's pizza head he's there and he's kind of in a goosebumps uh story in itself and he like goes down the wrong road and then he's in a graveyard and there's even a grave for pizza head and then he goes into a crypt and you have a bunch of like monster uh pizza cutters steve's uh waiting for him there um it's a fun little spot again i talked ad nauseum before about uh pizza head commercials before i think both uh in general regarding the halloween one I, I feel like he's like in that mountain rushmore of rad years nostalgia goodness i really feel like he's 
Although he might be like Pizza. He's Head? not Washington. He's not John. He's he's uh, he's not Jeff. He's the John Adams, if you will. Uh, I don't know about that. You disagree? Yeah. Commercial-wise, he was huge. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. He's not Ronald McDonald. I'd put the Noid up there before Pizza Head. Yeah. And the Noid right, had I'm, less I'm... exposure. He was just that much more popular. He he was. I'll, I'll give you that. I just I like the I just like that you got fun stories with him with the with Pizza. You're head. big. You're the Pizza Head. Um, I'm a fan campaigner. of Pizza. I like. I'm a Walter Williams fan. I like Mr. Bill too. So yeah. All right, fine. Name me all those fun Arby's commercials from back in the day. I'm thinking Arby's. All I know about Arby's from back in the day is the David Putty and Elaine stuff on Seinfeld. Right. I had the roast beef. I was I hated Arby's as a kid too. How could you hate Arby's? I don't know. I just did not like it. That was like going to a fancy restaurant. Yeah. It had two doors. I'd prefer you, a... you could get there from the mall or you could get there from the parking lot off the baseball field if you went to mine. You know, no, that's where we went. So we'd get our hair cut. Uh, when they offered chicken tenders, that's when I started being okay with it. Well, that makes sense now. Yeah. Um, so we'd go there. We'd get our hair cut at that barber there at the Whitehall Mall, CJ's. Mm -hmm. And then yep. my grandpa, would, he loved Arby's, so he'd take us to Arby's there. And um, I'd get the chicken tenders. And they they, just, they had like homestyle fries. Now I, I I love their curly fries. I don't know why you remember their homestyle fries. Yeah, I never understood that. Yeah, I I, um, I love them and got them all the time. And now I would be like, ugh, why? Their curly fries are amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, and and I was never one for like I would basically pick mine apart, like peel it apart and eat it like slice a roast beef at a time and then eat the bread. Of course. Um, I and I still I pick a little bit out. I, I like to savor it because you kind of you kind of got to slurp it. You got to break it up over the tongue. You know, it's the same thing like when you eat salami. You don't want a big thick piece of salami. It's like prosciutto. You want a you want a like a nice thin piece. Yeah, it's like there it's, are but bees. Speaking of Seinfeld, it's like Kramer when you get the meat slicer. He's like, it's where the flavor is. Yes, you got to break those capillaries. Yeah. All right, my last pick. This is a classic. This is a classic one right here. Ooh, Halloween. So confusing. You throw a big party. Oh, hello. So glad you'd come. Everybody shows up dressed like somebody else. Who are you supposed to be? No, I always say the same thing to everybody. Have a Zima. Happy Halloween. Have a Zima. Zima is a unique alcohol beverage. Not like beer. Hey, Bob, are you 21? Not wine. No. So keep a fridge full of Zima for all your spooks and spirits. Unzip, and they will howl. This is a Zima commercial. Wow. Just going, I completely forgot. I, I hearing this, it like completely, it's one of those weird things. Like I forgot this existed. This was gone in my mind. Nah, and now I'm like, see, wow, my, I remember my this. My parents, my first Literally. alcohol, taste of alcohol, aside from like the whiskey they used to pull our baby teeth, was Zima mm -hmm. as a kid. Um my parents had Zima in the fridge. They didn't finish it. So when I finally decided to steal booze from my parents, they didn't have, they didn't really drink. So I had to steal mm -hmm. old Zimas. Uh, just a little background. Zima means winter in Slavic language. 
Uh, a man named Dave Plasek at Lexicon Branding worked with the company's Russian linguist to come up with a name. It was launched nationally in the U.S. in 93 as Zima Clearmalt after being tested in uh, Nashville, Sacramento, and Syracuse. Three cities I could easily see being tested for Zima. It's the, <laughs> uh, it was basically made because of the clear craze in the 90s uh, with Crystal mm-hmm. Pepsi and Tab Clear. And um, obviously what you heard in that commercial is a truly unique alcohol beverage, something different. They just really pronounced all the S's as Z's, which you heard in that commercial. Oh, I thought they were just being racist. No. Uh, they, it was the, um, alternative to the wine cooler. And now we might be like, why was this so special? Cause there's a billion alka pops. They have their own category yeah. now. Of like oh, the mics are lemonades and all that shit. And mics are lemonade. Yeah. But before this, there was none. It was just Zima. Zima was it. Uh, they spent, of course, uh, spent 50 million marketing Zima in its first year. Um, and apparently it persuaded half of American alcohol drinkers to try it. Uh, its peak was in 1994. 1. 1.2 million barrels of the beverage were sold. And if you think that's a lot, you don't know a lot about beer. <laughs> <laughs> 1. 1.2 million barrels is fucking nothing. That's one of the smallest of the smallest in microbrewers. Yeah. Um. It was originally popular among young women, and Coors made its first attempt at attracting young brand, brand uh, uh, young men with the brand in 1995 with Zima Gold. And this is the story I told you about um, them playing basketball and then drinking Zima Gold afterwards. <laughs> all right, that's all right. Uh, it was the. Amber... I think I'm coming down with something. Me too. I'm the same way. <laughs> I feel like I have a cold on the on the verge because we should happened. have been making out earlier. Mm. Yeah. Well, you were blunt about it. <laughs> uh, Zima Gold was the amber-colored beverage that promised the taste of bourbon. Um, it was so drink bourbon. Yeah, right. It was very unpopular. Um, so, uh, some uh, uh, Brendan Colner wrote an article: "The Long Slow Torturous Death of Zima," and he cited Zima's perceived reputation as a girly man beverage. And persistent parodying by late night TV host Dave Letterman, who constantly made fun of Zima. I always remember oh, that. God, that's where I remember Zima from. You're right. Yeah, Dave Letterman always. He was always fun making fun yeah. of it. That, and and Butros Butros Golly, Dave yep. Letterman always brought him up. Uh, the Chicago Tribune reported that distributors were asked to stock caffeinated alcoholic beverage Sparks in retailer stores to make up for Zima's absence. Uh, Sparks also was here and gone. That was like when we first turned 21. Mm-hmm. Um, then in the late 2000s, they tried to different flavors, and by 08, they discontinued it. They brought it back in its original form two years ago, and uh, it disappeared and hasn't been back since. Mm. But uh, now there's just too much competition out there for it. Yeah, there's a lot of alka pops, as I said. But uh, most beer, most people who drink that stuff drink beer and. It's yeah, just... not not you don't even have that. Now you have microbrews to compete against too. You know, back then you you just had when that came out, you just had the big breweries. You know. Yeah, that's true. Now, yeah, your beer distributors. It used to be just beer distributors just used to be pallets and pallets of the same couple cases of everything. Now there's shit. You have all the variety in the world now. So, it's um, 
Sam Adams, which is a microbrewery, mm-hmm. puts out 4.3 million barrels of booze a year. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, uh, and, uh, and they're they are amongst the biggest of the microbrew. They are. They're, but like, they're, they're still considered a microbrew. They are a microbrew. So, yeah. So 1.2 million bar- barrels is nothing. I bet, like, if you looked up, like, how many barrels of Heineken are sold a sold a year? Let's see if it tells me. Um, it doesn't even say. It says, uh, oh, one hundred eighty-eight point three million hectoliters. So, oh, two hundred two point two hundred two point two million barrels of beer. Who's that? Heineken. That's the just the U.S. beer industry. Oh. Yeah. Heineken was hectoliters, one hundred eighty-eight point three million hectoliters. Of course, they had to have something, some weird, weird kind of European Amsterdam metricy kind of thing. Uh, I don't get. Oh wow, we work in tens. That's great. Dude, a <laughs> foot is twelve, yeah. and for every three of those twelve, you get one yard, <laughs> and then every five thousand and some random number of feet equals a mile. Duh. <laughs> Duh. It's... How do you not get that? Right. God, it's so stupid. <laughs> it really does make no fucking sense. That makes no sense. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, that was our first Halloween episode of 2019. Ending it with Zima. Whew. That's scary. Uh, What I'm currently wearing, Squeezer, and you saw it as a prototype for a new product. Oh, did I ever? Yes. Oh, yeah. A prototype for a new product we are selling starting next week. So check out radios.com and our Instagram. If you like the uh, Ninja Turtle Pudding Pie pins, you're going to love this new product. Um, I guarantee it. I'm just like the guy who sells suits to you. You're going <laughs> to like the way you look. I guarantee it. And um, we got a lot of uh, Ooh, yeah, Halloween stuff coming up. And... Um, after our five episodes, we go into some Thanksgiving and then Christmas, and uh, we start the year over again. Yeah, we go- got the whole, you got the whole thing lined up. We're coming up on our third year. That's crazy. Of radio. Three- I was just thinking that too, because someone's asking me about. Uh, they were making fun of me because I did some slow motion shit in the studio a little while back. I'm like for what? I'm like, oh, for a blog post, I never did. Right. Um, and you're like, oh. And then it occurred to me, I'm like, we are coming up on the three-year anniversary so, of yeah, me I'm not tar- I'm sorry. Any. Our fourth year. It's our three-year anniversary. It's, we're, uh, we're coming up on our fourth year of the show. Well, it's three-year. So it, this will be our fourth year, fourth year show. And... So, you, yeah, but you can't say I didn't post anything for four years. You could say I didn't post anything for three years. Yeah, it's true. I don't want to take that away from you. Yeah, thank you. Uh... But uh, check out radiers.com. If you like the show, rate and review us and let us know. And um, check back next week for more Halloween fun. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. You guys have a good one.